Hey there, what's going on? So if you live in Nigeria or anywhere where Nigerian music is played, then there's a very high chance you've listened to Bonaboy's recent banger, BDO. Yeah, I know, right? It's such a banger. But there's one word that stands out in particular, Benkelemes. Well, if you're a curious cat like me, then you'll probably be wondering what does this word even mean? Well, would it be surprising if I tell you that it means peculiar mess? I'm sure you're probably wondering how peculiar mess became Benkele mess. Well, in this episode, we're going to look at how exactly that came about. We'll also be taking a look at various other examples of different words or slang that have been used in various songs in the Nigerian music industry. If that sounds like something interesting then you probably want to go grab yourself a bowl of water <laughs> and let's get this. Hey guys, how are you doing? What's going on? Hope you're having a lovely day. And if you're not, well, I hope it gets better now. Because if you didn't know, well, now you know that you're on the Mafia Job Mami show. <laughs> Welcome back if you're a returning listener. And if this is your first time on the show, well, I want to say very big welcome. You're welcome in the name of the Lord. <laughs> welcome to the show, guys. This show is all about that good vibes, you know, that good energy. On this show, we like to talk about a whole lot of things ranging from music to history to culture, especially Nigerian culture or African culture as a whole. From time to time, I would also be sharing with you guys some personal experiences of mine that you could say are sometimes funny, sometimes educative, and just... It's just an all-round platform for expression, basically. My name is Fumilola, the host of the show, and thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. So in today's episode, I'm sure from the intro, you already have an idea of what we're going to be talking about. I'm not even going to waste much of your time. Let's just get right into it, guys. So for you guys to have a better understanding of the whole story, or should I say, for you to see the bigger picture, I'd have to give you a teensy, tiny bit of history about the man that coined the term Penkelemes or Peculiarmes. I don't know. Let's just find out how Peculiarmes became Penkelemes. And for you to understand, you just have to know a little bit about the man. So the man of the hour that we are talking about, or should I say we are going to be talking about, is a man called Alhaji Adegoke Adelabu. This man was a politician in the, if I remember well, the 1950s. He was born in Ibadan and he was an, quite an interesting figure. I mean, I found out like, while researching, I found out like this man was an absolute genius. I mean, when I was checking into his educational background and all, I found out that this man completed both his elementary and 
primary school in five years just five years because this man was just he kept on getting double promotion upon double promotion then he proceeded into to secondary school spent four years got a scholarship to study i think accounts accounts or something like that accountancy or commerce i can't really remember accounting sorry <laughs> and he spent six months he, he got in on a scholarship spent just six months after which he got employed by the company that gave him the scholarship and one interesting story i found out that during his first day at work he was taking on this tour to like show him around the whole area because the people that employed him i think the united african company uac they were into agriculture or something like that so they were showing him this cocoa producing area blah 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 whatever and immediately after this tour this man submitted a proposal where he explained how they could restructure the entire um, organization to be more efficient and produce blah 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 from what i saw he was automatically promoted he then went on spent several years worked his way up to the top of the company and he left to venture into cocoa business which he failed surprisingly <laughs> apparently this was the only thing this man could fail at but during it, the time he was able to build several relationships with like the people of Ibadan because he worked directly in, with you know a lot of farmers a lot of people of the trenches really and it inspired him to venture into politics and this man was a people's politician that's the best way to put it you know remember when i told you guys that period in time where he was able to build relationships well this man was a man of the trenches <laughs> It was very people-oriented, and I think that's why a lot of people quickly gravitated towards him. He, like, blew up quickly. I mean, it was a thorn in the Western regions, like, the action group, because that's the ruling party back then, or in the Western region, it was a thorn in their ass. Because, uh, especially because he was in, aligned with their main opposition, the NCNC, if I remember well. And during the first ele- one election, I can't remember, I think the 1951 election or so, he had this his own party before he joined the NC, NC and they won major seats in the National Assembly. Then some of the members of that his party, IPP, Badon's People Party, they would later leave his party to join the Action Group Party. But Adelabu stayed with the NCNC and he worked his way to the top of the NCNC. I think in the next election he was the um their candidate and at this time this man was so confident that he was going to win that he had them print um prime minister of the western region on the back of his clothes and all that but then he lost he took a l <laughs> to the action group which was headed by um chief obafemi awelowo if you know the name then you're a g if you don't know the name I don't know what have you been doing in your life. You're definitely you are a failure. You are a failure. <laughs> you are a failure. You can never make it. But anyways, sorry, sorry, another. Let's move on. He then became the minority leader in the Western Region House of Assembly. So the moment to the moment you guys have been waiting for. So it was during there was this rally that was held. During the rally, Adelabu was asked to describe the state of the western region house of assembly to which he called the called it a peculiar mess 
<laughs> and I'm, I'm sure you're wondering how did this become Benke Lemes? Well, I remember I told you this man was a man of the trenches. So usually during any time he has like rallies or any event, a lot of people come and the natives of Ibadan. So a lot of people gathered b- the back then. And for some reason, they just picked the word peculiar mess. And when people left and they were giving accounts or talking about it, they said they described it as a peculiar mess. But there were a lot of non a lot of those that attended were non-English speakers. They were speaking Yoruba. So they sort of like Yorubalized the word <laughs> to Benkele Messi. And that's what they call peculiar mess and I don't know i from where i found out i guess that sort of like became his i guess that sort of like became his um nickname or so and yeah he just stuck with him the people of ibadan then it became a slang among the people of ibadan to just describe anything that is a peculiar mess you understand anything that's just surprising and he blew up back then in the 50s sadly that same 1958, after the election, Adelabu would die in a motor crash accident. So sad. Such a young man. I think he died at the age of 41. But his legacy lives on today with us, with the word Benkele Messi or Benkele Messi, depending on who you ask. Finding out that was mind-blowing and I enjoyed looking for it. So after the open Kelemes word, I was curious to find out or see which other word or slang could I find in songs. Because I was, I was like, hmm, if I could overlook this Kelemes, which other word is there that would have a meaning or something? You understand? Maybe an interesting story behind it. So I went searching, and the first one I could find, because I was like, let me look amongst, um, let me look for. In Bonaboy song, and one particular word that I kept on reoccurring was this word. Um, I'll play it now. I'll play several songs for you to hear it. Let's see if you catch it. Yes, Bedu. See, if you ask the average Nigerian, or let's say if you ask the Yoruba speaker, most people didn't think too much. Do you understand? What's there? Bedu. Bedu is normal. You know, Bedu is Bedu now. Any like good sounding music or vibe is Bedu. But actually, you'd be surprised, or I was surprised when I found out that Bedu actually means. Is the name of a drum. The origin of the drum or where the drum is from, it depends on who you ask. Some say it's a Yoruba drum, some say it's a Benin drum, but I'm not going to get into the whole Benin Yoruba palaver. If you know, you know. <laughs> but from what I found or what I was able to find, I wasn't able to find much um, information about the Benin side, but from the Yoruba side, the Bedu drum is the largest drum in the Yoruba culture, whatever. It's massive. It's, this shit is massive. It's like eight feet tall. Although it's usually played or beaten 
like to the it's on the floor you place it on the floor you see usually it's sat on and it's actually the secret society this ancient secret society the oboni that actually own the drum and it's usually played by the high priest the highest priest in the oboni fraternity or confraternity or cult and it's a drum that is used on special very special occasions where the when the Oboni people wanted to like celebrate or you know and you understand so that's when they bring out the Bedu drum and that's when it's played but then you know they, it, there was a point or a time where they were like ah, you know this drum is so it's too nice <laughs> literally it was like this drum is too nice for only us to enjoy that why not let's try to make it more available readily to the public so um smaller versions of the drum were made and the smaller drums version of the drum from what i was able to find out work are called ogido and that was what was made and and was played in the public spaces it quickly um should i say it quickly was used to because a lot of people enjoyed it it was neat it's fresh again and so it quickly became the sound or the drum of the elites of the elites so it quickly became what kings or it became what kings would use or special personalities would ask like they would ask that the bedu drum become and be played in those special events it even got to a time where it was played at king's initiation ceremonies or and as that it's usually played with two sticks and like i said it's usually laid down because it's big as drum i'll play what it sounds like for you if you're curious so yeah this is what that's what it sounds like and as you can hear it's usually it's very flat it has almost no melody or no whatever but it's usually played alongside two supporting drums and that's what like gives it yeah, swag or gives it rhythm or what have you yes and when they are played together when they are played together it's beautiful i would let me play uh, sort of like a mini performance of the bedu drums i hear what it sounds like in its full glory guys that's what it is you know what i would probably drop links probably if you check the description and if it's not you could head to my twitter i'll tweet out all the links to so if you want to watch this full performance or i found it on youtube it's you could you could go check that out but that being said let's move on so moving on the next word we are going to be looking at comes from no other than big whiz himself whiskey you know the vibes so i was going through a lot of whiskey songs and one of the songs stood stood out for me the song i finally settled for was his 2019 smash it and i'll give you i'll give you a moment to guess you guess what the song is yeah 
I'll give you three three seconds. Three, two, one. Yes, if you said Joro, then you are absolutely correct. You, you, you know what's up. You know what's up. Yeah, Joro was, was a smash hit that Whiskey released back in 2019. When I first heard it, I was curious, like, what does Joro mean? Because you get, it's not really a Yoruba word. What does? I know Whiskey is a Yoruba boy, so I was like, what, can, what could Joro mean? I remember back then checking for the meaning. And I came across an interview Whiskey did where he said it means nothing. <laughs> or but he later went to, went on to explain that it means like it's full for Joe. Actually Joe means I think I think it's like a it's a slang, like you know what Jeremy means? No, I don't I've know what Jeremy means. When someone tells you Jeremy back in the days, like come let's enjoy it's like when you're telling a girl like yo let's link up and okay. that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what it means. So Which as soon as I heard Jeremy, it took me back to um a song semi dropped in 2016 2017 ish you, you know that song i'll play yeah so yeah just that song it took me back to then so i was like hmm so is that what um, simi was singing about like how does that relate I like uh, people named after enjoyment or something so i was like hmm, there's more to this you understand it's not hard enough let me go check what joromi means when i did my diggings i found out that what whiskey said in a way was correct but at the same time not really you understand like what he was referring to when he means to like to go enjoy or flex or all that comes from um or should i say is attributed to a man named victor waifu i don't know if i'm pronouncing that properly if i'm not i'm sorry and if you don't know him he was a uh, a legendary musician back then in the 60s i mean he hit his prime in the late 60s to the early 70s after the release of his smash hit titled joromi you understand and i think after that song the style of his music the way he performed that song or that song in particular took over all the bars the clubs not clubs (laughs) but yeah that was always popping back then and it was played at bars at anywhere where you just want to flex you would hear the song jerome so it became like it became his own slang where you tell you yeah let's go and jerome or what jalo jerome let's just go and enjoy so that's where the whiskey's um meaning comes from but in its own self the song jeremy let me play the song you can hear the song what like you've heard the song and actually what victor was singing about there 
is a folklore. He was he was talking about the folklore of Joromi, and the folklore goes like this. He sings about a, a wrestler named Joromi. Legend has it that Joromi was a this badass wrestler <laughs> back in his time where nobody could challenge him. He beat everybody in his village. He beat everybody in neighboring towns. He was well respected and all that and nobody could dare stand up to Jeremy. there was this time when his dad was about to die Jeremy's father and upon his dying bed he gave Jeremy one just one wish he was like oh my son you have conquered the whole lands and blah 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 yada 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 da. as i'm going leaving you i leave you with just one request that please the palm trees at the back of our house Please don't climb it. And that was his only request and he died. But, you know, Jeremy, <laughs> being a stubborn man, when his dad died, one evening, he was just bored and all because nobody wanted to wrestle him. So he saw the, tree, the palm trees, these tall palm trees. So he decided to climb it. He was like, you know what? I'm going to climb it. Nobody can stop me. Who is going to stop me? So he starts climbing the palm trees. And as he was climbing, his sister saw him and she came out and was, sh- was shouting, Ah, Jeremy, please come back, please come back. Jeremy didn't answer or didn't listen to her. So she turned into a fly and started like chasing him, chasing after him. But Jeremy continued to climb the palm tree and he got to one place where as he was climbing up, he sort of like, should I say, climbed his way into a, another realm, like it's the spirit world. And in this new world or in this world where he was, he saw different kind of spirits with like two heads, three heads. Ah, then he called all the spirits like, hey, come. Who gives you the right to have two heads or three heads? That where I'm from. People, people only have one head or that. Hmm. Like, come, uh, let's wrestle. Ah, and the spirits were like, do you know where you are? Jeremy was like, come, come get some. <laughs> so he wrestles the spirits and that's how Jeremy just started like beating all the spirits and started conquering all the spirits. Until he got to like the you know, <laughs> the top dog in the spirit world, which is this like like this spirit had like six heads, fire all over his body and blah blah big scary ass um bad guy or whatever. And that's how Jory was like Jory saw the spirit and was all excited and wanted to wrestle. But his sister then began that's when his sister like cried out because his sister was following him all through this whole ordeal in the spirit world and she started crying out and started and that's when she burst out singing the song like translates into like ah Juro, please don't do this please you are this legendary fighter you've conquered all this but this is clearly more than you can chew don't bite don't bite more than what you can chew you get me but Juro ignored her and proceeded to fight this spirit almost <laughs> he got beat like he was monster ki- sort of like killed not even so the monster killed or i said monster the spirits killed Jeremy, but luckily for him, his sister 
brought these herbs that like could restore life and she grinded some leaves and put it in his mouth and he woke up and as soon as he woke up she told him oh yeah let's start running and they started running but these spirits started chasing and when they got to the bridge between the spirit realm and their realm Jeremy had to jump because the spirit was catching up and as he was trying to jump the spirit stretched for it and like stretched his hand out to like sort of like grab Jeremy and in the process he couldn't like he didn't get hold of Jeremy but his like finger scratched Jeru's back straight down his like straight down his back and that's what the Benin people believe or like one of the um, stories I found like that's what gives us that line that runs across our back our spinal cord line yeah <laughs> funny story like interestingly enough like that's what because after Jeru me came back he had the line and subsequently blah 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 yeah that's the story the folklore of the great jeremy which everybody sings about now it's quite a common song in benin and victor waifu was the one that popularized it and simi sang about it and all that i was funny is that if you put the so if you know like the jeremy character and you put it in the c- context of the song that simi sang you understand <laughs> Yeah, waiting for Jeremy to call you back. Jeremy is a he goat. <laughs> My guy is out there fighting spirits. Are you wanting someone that is looking for spirit to rest? You want him to be calling you back? My dear, I have no. You don't. You don't know what's going on. <laughs> a long team. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Let's let's move on to the next one. So guys, this will be the last word for today, but I'm thinking of doing a part two, depending on how good, or I don't know, depending on what you guys feel, if you want a part two, you know, hit me up, let's see, depending on how much response I get, I might do a part two, who knows, but the last word for today is from the song, the song I heard it from was CK's, I don't know if many people know this song, CK's Kalakuta, I'll play that. I also heard it in this this recent banger. I mean, Leo Kesh and Zinoliski, the madness they did on Don't Call Me. There was this part where Leo Kesh was like, um, something on lifestyle. You know, I'll just play, I'll just play. Yeah, so like, yeah, Kalakuta. So when it was like lifestyle Kalakuta, I was like, hmm, what does Kalakuta mean? And when you just check the internet, if you just, you know, press that Google stuff, if you Google it, what do you find out? It's like, it goes back to the one and only <laughs> Anikola Pofela. The Kalakuta was basically, um, it's short for Kalakuta Republic, which was the name of Fela's compound back then. So the Kalakuta Republic was named after the Black Hole of Calcutta, which was a prison in um india that the british government used to sort of like oppress and you know the citizens of india back then if you do any mess up and they were just locking a lot of people up in that prison back then so fella used or named his compound the kalakuta republic as sort of like a way to mock what the british had over there so he used it to represent a place in fact 
he he declared like the Kalaguda Republic was independent of the Nigerian British government back then. You understand? So it was it was a place for people if you felt oppressed, if you felt like you were you didn't fit in, like misfits, outcast. Everybody back then stayed and lived within Kalakota Republic, which was the last compound, which the Nigerian government later burned it down to the ground later on and all that. All that story is <laughs> it's a story for another day, but yeah, the Kalakota Republic and interestingly, fun fact, people that lived or the numerous different people that lived around the Kalakuta, they are the whole area were called area boys because they stayed in that area. And that's where the word area boys that we all hear today, that's where it came from. It was just for people around that area. And that's they were not violent or what you would think right now or whatever. But yeah, that's where it came from. So guys, that's it for today's episode. I hope you really I hope you enjoyed it because I I enjoyed um, researching and finding out all this cool stuff, you know, some carry like deeper cultural meanings, some have political meanings and it's just nice to just see that or look back at some of these words and yeah, just know the meaning. I personally found the Bedou, the about the Bedou drum to be the most interesting because it was a way for me to connect to my history, my roots, my Yoruba culture and all. You know, you guys come, let me know which of these you found the most interesting. You could come share with me your favorite or most interesting meaning or word you found out today. Come interact with us on Twitter at MafeJokmamiPod. That's M-A-F-E-J-O-P-A-M-I-P-O-D on Twitter sending those tweets and just come and let's talk about it you understand but that that's it for today's episode my name remains Fumilola and thanks for listening but for now stay jiggy drink water mind your business but most importantly Joe my fed joke mommy <laughs>